Welcome to Stay Engaged. Everything you know and love about the IAB's flagship conference, Engage, but reimagined for these extraordinary times. It's Engage, but offstage. In today's offstage session, Quantcast CTO Dr. Peter Day assesses the long-term health risks of an ad industry reliant on cookies. With a PhD in machine learning, who better to take us through a cookie-less future? In this session, he discusses the benefits of a new, more attractive advertising landscape and shares everything you need to know to be prepared for what comes next. Over to the doctor. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Stay Engaged by IAB UK. My name is Ben Murphy. I'm the UK MD at Quantcast. And for those of you that don't know, Quantcast is an audience intelligence and measurement company specializing in machine learning. And I'm glad to say today I'm here with our CTO, Dr. Peter Day, who's joined us live from San Francisco. Hi, Peter. Hi, Ben. Nice to be here. Thanks for joining us. So over the next 20 minutes, we'll be taking a closer look at what advertising on the open internet is going to look like in the not so distant future and what role cookies will play. So to get the ball rolling, Peter, could you just remind everyone a little bit about what everyone has been talking about in the post cookie era? Yeah, sure. I think, you know, this new term post-cookie era really alludes to the fact that these things called third-party cookies, which have been used a lot in kind of online advertising and kind of the glue that holds the ad tech Lumoscape together, have been eroding for some time. We've seen this through Apple with their decisions around not allowing third-party cookies on iOS devices initially. And then more recently with Google making an announcement that Chrome will no longer support this kind of technology, third-party cookies, within about two years. So right now, there's a lot of uncertainty. And there's a bit of panic, I think it's fair to say, across the the kind of uh, ad ecosystem about what this means for the future. Can I just clarify, it's just third party cookies that are going away. It's not first party cookies. Yeah, that's right. The difference is really if I'm on, say, website A.com, website A is allowed to store a little bit of information in my web browser to make my user experience kind of fluid. So if I go away from that website and come back, the website knows what I had in my shopping cart, for example. The third party cookie is is simply when I'm on website A.com, let's say there's a second website called tracking.com, while my web browser says website A.com, tracking.com is not allowed to kind of write information into my browser. That's all that's meant by third party cookies and the difference between first and third parties. Now, that might seem like a strange small detail, but it was that tracking.com being able to read and write information while I was browsing around the web that has made a lot of kind of tracking possible. So then when I go to website B.com, if that's also using, let's say, a tracking.com, it can see that it's the same individual that's moved between those websites. And that's really the third party cookie that is eroding. Okay. So I suppose let's get into it then. What, what does losing the third party cookie mean for the industry? What, what, what do we think of the impact? To be honest, it's not new. Already about half of the internet today is not very trackable. So it's been eroding for some time. A lot of us have known that it's been going to be going away for a number of years now. And that's been for a number of different reasons. One is kind of the technology stance taken by Safari, them kind of not allowing third-party cookies to be used. And end web users are more aware than ever of how their data is being used. And there's been a little bit of a trust breakdown there. And so they're increasingly asking for transparency and controls. And then, of course, there's regulation, things like GDPR in Europe and more recently CCPA in California, kind of forcing the ecosystem to really be transparent around how data is used. So it's already been eroding for some time. And it has fairly wide-ranging consequences. But broadly, there's two. I think the first one is 
as I mentioned a couple of minutes ago, the third party cookie and more particularly the, the kind of identifiers that are kind of powered by third party cookies um, are really the glue that holds together a very distributed kind of ad tech loomscape of stuff today. So it's these third party cookies and lots of them which allow data providers to talk to DMPs, to talk to DSPs, to talk to exchanges and, and, and so on and so forth. And that glue is eroding. So the way that we've been doing things to date is not very sustainable with about at least half of the internet traffic not being measurable and kind of transacted on in this way. So it's already been eroding for some time and really this erosion to the glue of the ad tech loom escape is causing panic for some. The other reason it's kind of a fairly big deal is that today, one of the biggest predictors for the value a publisher will get for an ad impression is how old a cookie is, how trackable somebody is, if you like. There's a number of reasons for that. For someone who's on an ITP protected device, such as an Apple device, a publisher will probably get about a third per impression as they will on another device where that user is more measurable and therefore, and more targetable. And again, publishers can get three times as much again if they have a more long-lived identifier, such as an email address or a cell phone number. So there's a kind of economic challenge there. And this is fairly existential for publishers. Publishers can't really survive at that, at that lowest end. And a lot of them we've seen either consolidating or going bust as a direct result of this. That cost per impression is really important. And so they've been having to have higher ad density, worse experience for end web users, and so on and so forth. So there's really two reasons there's a big challenge, gluing together the ad tech Lumascape, making things technically work, but also that economic challenge of making sure publishers have enough income to be able to provide great content. I suppose you talked about kind of uncertainty at the moment. One of the things like for me personally, I think that adds to the uncertainty is that there's so many conflicting stories, whether it be on LinkedIn, personal opinions, etc, etc, particularly around whether database targeting is going away and that we're going to go back to contextual only targeting in digital. Can you talk a bit to that and what, what you think in, is going to happen? Yeah, I mean, it certainly feels like we're at peak uncertainty right now. And when you're in these times of kind of high uncertainty, there's always a lot of opinions. And you're correct, there's a wide spectrum today. At, at one end of the spectrum, you've got people like Jeff Green, the CEO over at the trade desk, claiming that Google are going to come out up with a more long-lived, more stable identifier to make everything more trackable. And at the other end of the spectrum, you've got people claiming that all inventory is going to go back to being direct sold by publishers, right? So there's a wide spectrum of opinions on where we're likely to end up. And the truth is, nobody really knows. Google, I'm convinced, are not yet clear exactly what their post-cookie solution will look like within two years. All we can do is we can follow trends and see what is likely to occur because of that. And we already know that there's been a lot of response to the fact that end web users have felt a lack of trust. This has led to things like regulatory changes with GDPR, and we had to respond to that by, you know, the IAB led a great initiative with the invention of the IAB Transparency and Consent Framework, and now with what we call, you know, consent management platforms to deal with the regulatory challenges. But, you know, I think it's, it's fair to say that, you know, building the trust back with end web users is going to be critical for the future of the open internet. Often unforgotten, you know, participant in this economic system between advertisers, buyers and end web users. So I think that's a trend that is likely to continue. I think that one of the biggest challenges is not targeting, everyone's kind of obsessing over targeting, but measurement. You know, we, we see already that people are not paying as much for impressions on iOS devices, and they're paying about a third compared to say Chrome devices, simply because they're not as measurable. We have been in the age of, you know, expecting our advertising to be measurable. I don't think that 
expectation is going to go away, but the way in which we measure advertising is going to have to change because the primary method today is the third party cookie. So we're going to see a number of kind of fairly big shifts. But I think bringing the user back into that story, building trust back with them and making sure that we recognize that the challenge is really how advertisers measure the effectiveness of their advertising are kind of key things to get right there or at least get better at. And, you know, this is not something that's two years away. This is already something that's impacting us today. We're starting to see some slightly odd consequences right now where, for example, advertisers are sometimes unknowingly but pulling spend away from targeting people on iOS and Safari devices because they can't measure it as well when there's a lot of potential audience there, right? So, you know, how we measure is absolutely drives over time behavior. And it's probably now the, the right time to start thinking about these things. And certainly we're, I'm spending a lot of my time at the moment speaking to brands about how do you measure the iOS Safari traffic today? Because that's the best approximation we have of what the whole open internet will look like in a few years time. I suppose where there is clarity is this two-year timeline. And what do, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that we need an industry-wide solution then to kind of to get to where we need to be, particularly, you know, making sure that the end user is front and center, or do you think there's going to be a lot of fragmentation? Is an industry-wide solution a necessity, do you think? I think there will, without doubt, have to be industry-wide collaboration, as there was in the response to regulatory changes such as GDPR. I think the IAB provides a great mechanism um, to facilitate that industry-wide collaboration. But my perspective is it's really important that industry-wide collaboration solves for the fundamental challenges of making advertising work really effectively for all of the participants in the advertising ecosystem. That's making sure advertisers get good quality measurable outcomes. It's making sure publishers can fund quality content and making sure end web users can have as frictionless access to that content as possible with as little annoyance as possible, right? And so solving for that will without doubt require collaboration between advertisers, between publishers, between technology providers to kind of make the internet, the ad funded internet economic system a little bit more effective. I think it's important that industry collaboration does not put band-aids over a very fragmented ad tech ecosystem as it exists today. So I think we need to solve for those core fundamental challenges of making ad-funded open internet work, as opposed to band-aids over a fairly fragmented and distributed system today. My belief is that the ad tech ecosystem will become less fragmented. I think it's going to be very difficult to have these very distributed systems of third-party data providers and DMPs and DSPs and and, and exchanges and, and things kind of being glued together. I think it's already very difficult, but that doesn't negate the fact that we will need industry collaboration between the, the participants to make the ad fund of the internet work. What's your personal opinion or what's Quantcast's opinion on, on the post cookie? Is it a good or is it a bad development? Is I, I think as with all technology developments, it has the potential to be both. You know, for example, the third party cookie has been a phenomenally successful mechanism to drive advertising online. We've seen growth year over year, but it's also been abused. And so therefore, there's been a breakdown in trust. Right. And so as with most technologies, it can be for good or for bad. And I think my personal belief, I'm not here to talk about Quantcast today. And um, we have our own webinars to do that. If you're interested, come to quantcast.com forward slash webinars and sign up there. But my personal belief is that we need to solve for that fundamental challenge. Advertisers getting outcomes, publishers being able to fund high quality content and end web users getting as frictionless as possible access to that content. So I think solving for that fundamental challenge is a huge opportunity. If we get too distracted by the gluing stuff together, I think it could we could end up with really a worse internet as a result. Higher ad density, less relevant ads, all those kind of things which would add more friction and ultimately make the economic system perform a little bit worse than it is today.
We've got this two-year kind of stake in the ground. What can people do now? What can companies do now to prepare for what's going to happen? There's really two things. I think one is, can you more directly connect to the technology pieces that you really need? Every time data is hopping from one system to another, you're already losing a lot of fidelity when you have a huge amount of data loss there. So can you more directly connect from your understanding of, let's say, your audience as a brand or your audience as a publisher into just one system as opposed to, say, 17 different systems and hoping to glue them all together. So I think from a technology perspective, can you get a little bit more direct? From a brand's perspective, my advice has been to a lot of brands that we're working with, concentrate on measurement of ITP devices today. That is your iOS Safari. That is the best approximation we have of what the world, the whole open internet is going to look like in, in three years' time. Nobody that I've seen has really cracked that yet. We're running a series of experiments to help brands kind of understand that. But those are my two pieces of advice. Go direct in terms of your tech solutions and concentrate on measurement of ITP traffic today. That will put you in really good stead, regardless of what the internet looks like in, in a couple of years' time. Thanks so much for that. So I've been taking some notes here. And so just to summarize then, so three points I was hearing from you in this conversation were measurement is where the focus should be so solving for a post cookie world we need to really make sure that measurement is front and center secondly advertisers and brands should explore direct connections with partners to protect consumer data and thirdly any new solution that the industry comes up with needs to keep the end users experience in mind and not kind of suffer from some of the some of the issues that we've had with the with the third party cookie is that kind of sum it up for you does that sound I, I think I think you just said in, in 30 seconds what I struggled to say in 20 minutes. So, yeah, it sounds like a good summary to me. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Peter. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope it was useful. It certainly was for me. If there's any other questions that people have or any follow-ups that they want to get in contact with, either Quantcast directly or the IEB, feel free to. Thank you very much and have a good day. You're listening to Stay Engaged from IAB UK. Thank you for tuning in to this offstage audio session. If you've enjoyed this session, please share it and tag at IAB UK on Twitter or Instagram. Subscribe wherever you're listening to hear the rest of the Stay Engaged sessions and for the regular IAB UK podcast. In the next session, we hear from Sam Crowther from A Million Ads for an experiential session that will explore how our evolution can be harnessed by dynamic creative to help brands communicate more instinctively. Coming up as part of Stay Engaged.